Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. You're listening to The Sports Stove with host Vince Stover. Here's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove podcast. We are going local. That's right. Today it's all things University of Kentucky Athletics. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove podcast. Welcome into our first, what we hope to be many local pods for the Sports Stove, talking all things University of Kentucky sports. And we plan to put these out on a weekly basis Maybe not right away, but as we get actually sports moving again, uh, we'll talk more and more about the things involving the University of Kentucky Athletic Department and excited to be uh, sharing this with you. Uh, We have to thank our sponsors, RA Marketing. RA Marketing has been with us uh, for a little while now. They're our national sponsor and a great marketing company helping financial advisors And you can find more information at GoRADigital.com. And then locally, we're sponsored by IPM Pest and Termite. If you're in central Kentucky and you're having any kind of pest issues, uh, ants, spiders, termites, uh, mosquitoes, any kind of uh, insect problems, you can call IPM Pest and Termite. Go on Google, Facebook, Yelp, Angie's List, wherever. Read the reviews, see what other customers are saying. And uh, you can see why they've chosen IPM and you should choose them to IPM Pest and Termite. You can find more information online at myipm.com. Thank you to our sponsors, both nationally and locally, and helping us get these podcasts uh, put out. We're going to get started today with Kentucky cheerleading. This is probably the only time that the sports stove will cover uh, Kentucky cheerleading in any way, shape, or form. But as you probably know, Reports of uh, Kentucky cheerleading team retreat in February that had uh, team members being hazed by being forced to, and I quote, booze and perform cheerleading stunts naked ended with the firing of the entire coaching staff and the team advisor. It's four different people involved in the firings, and this followed a three-month investigation by the university. So some of the current cheerleading squad tried to deny the things that are in this report, but uh, after investigating, uh, they found out about this by a family member from one of the cheerleaders, and uh, the university investigated and have decided to fire all three coaches and the team advisor. Uh, A group of former Kentucky cheerleaders are now trying to get the coaches rehired. They're saying it's unfair for the firing of these coaches. They're, They're trying to support very successful coaching staff as Kentucky has 24 national titles, including four straight here recently. With that being said, according to TMZ Sports, the Kentucky Cheerleading Alumni Association has sent a strongly worded letter to the school with no response from the university as of this recording. I don't know if a strongly worded letter has ever worked, but nonetheless... Uh, the Alumni Association, who was involved 
in this reported um, retreat in February. And part of the letter says this. Again, I'm getting this off of TMZ Sports. Part of the letter says, To say the UK cheerleading advisor and coaches lack integrity is insulting. To suggest that the advisor and coaches did not provide proper oversight is absurd. To so harshly penalize a program, especially one that has led such an exemplary existence for four plus decades, is unfair. Although what is alleged to have happened with the current squads is regrettable, we support them too because we believe no person should be defined by their mistakes. This is an interesting letter. This is, of course, just part of the letter from the Alumni Association. But it's, it's intriguing, the things that they say. To say that the advisors and coaches lack integrity is insulting. Okay, um, that's fine. Then to suggest that the advisor and coaches did not provide proper oversight is absurd? Well, that's interesting. You have a group of cheerleaders, male and female, that are here uh, together on a lake in February, uh, partially nude, drunk uh, out of their minds, but to say that there was proper oversight in this, you know, that, that was obviously proper oversight. It's absurd to say otherwise, according to the Alumni Association, the UK Cheerleading Alumni Association. I want to look at just basically three things in this whole scandal. Share my opinion, and you can have your opinion as well. Let's start with the topic of alcohol. Alcohol was involved in this situation, and for most people, you would say college, uh, that includes alcohol. When you go to college, it's a time of life where you just kind of live it up, and uh, they, students drink all the time, and all these sorts of things. First of all, I want to make very clear, uh, I don't think uh, alcohol is good in any way, shape, or form. You can look at all the stats and see all the domestic abuse that is caused because of alcohol, or at least partially. The uh, car accidents where people are dead because of a drunk driver. Uh, you can look at rape statistics um, and how many uh, people are being raped while they are drunk. And alcohol, just there's nothing good that comes from it. So if you want to argue that's what college students do, you can argue that, but that doesn't make it right. And that doesn't make it good, and it doesn't make it something that the coaches should encourage or let slide. According to the, uh, a Sea of Blue, uh, Dylan Ballard, he states that the alumni members brought boats and alcohol, and the cheerleaders got onto these boats. They were partially naked and drinking on these boats. So this is not just the cheerleaders. This includes the Alumni Association that's writing the strongly worded letter. Current members of the squad also brought alcohol. It was not confiscated. It was not taken away. It was not, uh, um, they were not told to stop by the coaching staff, although the coaching staff and the advisor were aware of the alcohol that was brought in. They also say that some were so intoxicated they had to get medical treatment. This all happening at a lake retreat put on by uh, the UK coaching staff and uh, this was not a matter of we had no idea it was happening. They knew what was going on. They let it happen anyways. That's the topic of alcohol. Then the topic, the other topic that's really in this is the, the amount of nakedness or uh, inappropriate activity that went on 
outside of the drinking. There is no evidence, this is important, no evidence of assault or sexual misconduct was found during the investigation. And as far as I know, it was not um, uh, part of the, the, the claim even as the parent or the uh, family member that, that brought this to the university's attention. That's important to know. Uh, they were directed by, some of the cheerleaders were directed by other members of the squad to perform, uh, and I quote, lewd chants and outfits uh, without underwear. So from what I understand it, your, your cheerleading outfit, no underwear uh, there. They were directed, this is hazing, it's, uh, this happens, right? This is hazing. They performed basket tosses into the lake while naked or partially naked. And, uh, and so this is involved here. I think what's important with this and again, you can argue it however you want. Morally, obviously, you can look at it and say this isn't good. Uh, but to me, the biggest issue out of the two, in what I can read, is the alcohol. The, the nakedness is, is lewd. It's, it's, it's wrong. It's, it shouldn't have happened in, in this setting for sure. But nonetheless, um, with there being no no illegal activity, no uh, nothing reported, nothing found in investigation of, of assault or misconduct. I mean, I can imagine if there was alcohol involved, there was probably some misconduct, but uh, uh, apparently nothing um, illegal done from there. To me, the biggest issue is the alcohol in this situation. I don't know. I've not read anywhere where underage drinking uh, took place. I don't know how old all of these cheerleaders are. You'd think if it's a cheerleading camp that there's probably cheerleaders there that, that are under the drinking age. But uh, nonetheless, this was brought in under the supervision of the coaching staff and this advisor. And so really the question is, is what are the coaches' responsibilities in this situation? The Alumni Association says that it's absurd uh, to suggest that they did not provide proper oversight. Listen, if you've got students getting so drunk, so intoxicated that they need uh, medical help, I would say, and you're under the supervision of your coach, then I would say it's not absurd to say that it, there wasn't proper oversight. There indeed was not proper oversight. Uh, just imagine for a minute if uh, uh, we can use Coach Stoops at Kentucky or you can take it to a bigger degree. Um, you can look at Dabo Sweeney at Clemson or... Uh, Nick Saban at Alabama, do you think they would be throwing a party um, where their players were getting so drunk? Now, listen, I understand that football players get drunk too. But I'm saying that when the coach is there and present and it is their uh, party, their retreat being put on, it is going to be very hard for you to find coaching staffs who will willingly let this go on without the understanding of if this gets found out, I'm going to be in big, big trouble. And in this case, it appears that the coaching staff didn't really think that way. They did not put a stop to any of it, and they let it go on. I believe the firing, I think there's enough here uh, that merits the firing of this coaching staff. I also admit I'm a little surprised they got fired. Uh, this staff has had a ton of success. Like I said, they uh, are reigning champions the last four years, uh, and, and, then, and then some after that, just not in a row. Uh, a very successful program, one of the top programs in the country, if not the top cheerleading program in the country. It is surprising to me that they got fired, and it also makes me wonder if there's more that we don't know about, and I'm assuming there is. 
but at the end of the day, for the Alumni Association, I, I understand that they love the coaching staff and they're going to support him. I get that. But to say it's absurd that the coaches did not provide proper oversight, I mean, come on, let's, let's not be stupid. And that's exactly what it is here. The way I see it, the uh, UK Cheerleading Association, Alumni Association, was involved in this retreat. And uh, therefore, they're going to do everything they can to support their people, so to say, uh, with the coaching staff. UK fires all three of its cheerleading coaches and the team advisor. And I believe they've done it with plenty of evidence to merit it. Why is the new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed your answer to better health and wellness? It's proven quality sleep. Any more questions? Yes, I'm always freezing and he overheats. It's temperature balancing so you can sleep better together. But can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. So I'll have more energy for yoga. Yes, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Namaste. Namaste to you too. And now save up to $1,000 on the new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed and adjustable base only for a limited time. To learn more, go to Sleep Number now on to Kentucky football. It's not very often that uh, Kentucky football has led the way in many ways of the leading into the college season. Kentucky basketball has led the conversation in almost every year, especially recently. But Mark Stoops and his program is definitely improving. They are making some positive steps forward. Uh, currently, uh, the Kentucky uh, football program is ranked 30th in the 2021 recruiting class on Rivals.com. Kentucky has three in-state commitments after adding the fifth-ranked player in the state, defensive back Jordan Lovett out of North Harden in Radcliffe, Kentucky. So the third in-state commitment for 2021. And uh, former Kentucky linebacker Cash Daniels, very excited to see in-state guys committing, of course, uh, there's another kid out of Lexington, receiver out of Lexington, as well as a quarterback uh, that is for out of Somerset that is committed to the 2021 class uh, already, and they're expecting some other in-state commitments to follow. Mark Stoops has uh, he's been considered a good coach by most. Uh, he obviously has some good pedigree uh, in his family and and different things, but this year. Mark Stoops has the chance to become the winningest coach in UK football history. And uh, now he's going to have to win some games. Uh, he, can't, he can't fail this year, but he has the chance to become the most winningest coach in Kentucky football history, passing Bear Bryant, and he can do that this year. Tom Fernelli out of CBS Sports last year said that Stoops was the 39th best football coach in the Power Five. But after last year's injury-riddled season and the Kentucky staff adjusting by running the ball every single game, every single play of the game, with Lynn Bowden, it seems like, last season, Fernelli now ranks Mark Stoops as the 22nd best coach in the Power Five when it comes to football. Uh, is Mark Stoops a great coach? I would argue not. no, not to this point at least he's not. Is he a good coach? I might even fall that down a little bit to more of an okay coach. But uh, they have improved in their recruiting. They have done a little better in different ways. You're seeing players being developed and sent to the pros. And that is a positive step for Mark Stoops. And I think he's a great coach for Kentucky football. I don't know that they can do better than Mark Stoops right now. And I don't think that he's a bad coach by any stretch of the imagination either. Now this season is going to be an interesting one for Mark Stoops. Because last year, his quarterbacks all got hurt. This year, he's going to have... A room full of healthy quarterbacks, and he's going to have to make a tough decision 
on on what he's going to do there at quarterback. It will be interesting to see how all that plays out. We'll cover that in future podcast episodes. Now, the other question is, is are we even going to have a college football season? Well, the SEC announced that on June 8th, they will allow voluntary workouts on campus for its athletes. And I have to say, this is a positive sign for college football season upcoming. What will it include? We don't know. Will there be any fans? Will there be limited fans? Will the season get postponed and pushed back to the spring? No one knows right now, but college football is getting close, and uh, and Kentucky's rival uh, rivals in the SEC are definitely not going away and continue to build as well. So Mark Stoops and his uh, team will have some lofty expectations this year. They had the highest expectations last year coming off the 10-win season. Again, uh, losing uh, not only their starting quarterback in Terry Wilson, uh, but also their backup at some point in Sawyer Smith. And then eventually, they may have should have gone with Lynn Bowden from the beginning of the season. I've heard that argument. But nonetheless, uh, we see that this year they're going to have a quarterback battle, quarterback competition leading into the season. And the question is, is have they uh, continued to stock the pond, so to say, with talent on the football team? Are they still developing guys uh, to be competitive in the SEC? Finally, we'll close it out with Kentucky basketball. Coach Cal has the number one recruiting class headed into next season. What does that mean? Well, not a whole lot. Uh, honestly, the top recruiting class means nothing if you don't fulfill that uh, the, the expectation, if you don't use the talent that you have, put it together as a puzzle, make it work, and, and it end in a national championship. What is success? That really is the question you have to ask yourself as a Kentucky basketball fan. How you how do you define success? If you say, well, success is having the number one recruiting class, well, then you would say Coach Cal has been successful. I personally think success is the Final Four. I think if you make it to the Final Four, you have to say it was a successful season if you're the Kentucky Wildcats. Uh, obviously, we want them to go further. We won national championships, but at the end of the day, to me, that is success. Now Coach Cal has only two returning players in Keon Brooks and Dante Allen, and Brooks is the only one that played. They add the big man, uh, Olivier Saar, and six freshmen. Now there's not a whole lot of size on this team. Most of the team ranges between 6'6 and 6'9. So they're not tiny necessarily, and in today's basketball, it really is becoming positionless. And so that may not be too much of an issue if they can still work out how to play together, how to play uh, effectively in their roles, will they accept their roles, all those sorts of things as well. There is so much to talk about in Kentucky basketball, but that will come at a later date as well. Congratulations to Coach Cal on the number one recruiting class. Now all we ask is that they don't fail miserably. Thank you for tuning in to the Sports Stove Podcast today on our first Local edition, talking all things University of Kentucky Athletics. You can find us on Twitter at Sports Stove or on Facebook, the Sports Stove Podcast. If you liked the episode today, please rate and subscribe and follow for more episodes to come down the road. If you did not like the episode today, uh, then just pretend like you didn't listen to it and don't tell anyone at all. Thank you for listening today, and until next time, we'll see you around the sports stove. Stay little chico, pit bull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. 
I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 